Hey, legends, you know, none of our interviews or episodes ever date, ever. They are all timeless and ready for you for when you're ready to listen. Download the lot and rip in. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. It's the weekend. It's Dream Team time on Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Hope you're well, legends, and ripping into a few coldies, perhaps carrying on like a bunch of Derricks. We've got another beauty for you today. Joining us on the podcast, an unfiltered newbie representing the greatest club, colours and team in the entire world. Jermaine Hopgood has dropped in. How are you, mate? I'm well, mate. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Uh, Relaxing off-season. Did you... Get the chance to go away and head back home? Yeah, mate. Got back home and um, so just had a baby after two weeks after finishing. So, missus had time off and obviously I had time off. So, it was a good chance to drive up home and spend a good month and a bit up there. And uh, it was good to just be back around family and um, spend some quality time there. More important than footy or more important than dream team. How's mum doing and how's the bub? Yeah. No, they're both doing really well. Um, a good birth and... Um, good quick birth but um no nah, everything was all good um we've just been cruising back home lucky she's good in the car and um, was all good in a big long drive so got pretty lucky there i say this respectfully to you mate but uh bub looks more like mum than dad nah it's not what everyone reckons oh no <laughs> everyone's, everyone's saying she's my twin so <laughs> She's five weeks old and got more hair than me anyway, so I don't know about that. I, I, uh, <laughs> I know that feeling. Mate, pre-season started a couple of weeks back in this summer heat before Chrissy. Is it just a flogging? Is that what happens at this time of year, just cardio and more cardio? That's pretty much uh, the most of it, yeah. just oh. And just uh, I'm not a big weightlifter myself, so getting back into lifting weights every day and um, – just, you know, your muscle soreness is is the biggest thing, trying to walk around um, around training days and just walking around like there's something wrong with you. But uh, that's all part of it and that's what you got to do to get ready. And um, as much as it's hard, mate, it's the best job in the world. I walk past the bakery of a morning to get a coffee and if I smell a sausage roll, I'll put on about three quarters of a kilo. <laughs> do you put on weight or drop weight over over summer when, you, when you're not lifting weights? I'll put it on easy. I've always been like that. I was always a chubby kid and um, I'm the same. Like I've, I've just got to pretty much keep running from the day we finish until uh, the day we get back training just, just to maintain weight otherwise. Oh. Um, I'll go a week without running and I'll put on two or three kilos. So um, as bad as that is, I wish it was the other way around, but and you can play the hand that you dealt. Exactly <laughs> right. Hey, when do you actually get a, a footy into your hands? Is that a long way off at the moment in a, in a preseason? Uh, I, I guess you still got you still got to do your fundamental skill and yep. 
you know, um, as 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 dumb as it sounds, when you're at an elite level, you still can get rusty coming back from not passing mm. a footy for for nine or ten weeks, and it's important to to just get your fundamentals in and just doing the doing the little reps and passing the footy is actually a bigger deal than what um, everyone probably thinks. And uh, but in terms of playing, you know, footy and and doing footy stuff, you know, that that can take um, weeks. Just uh, I guess they just want you to get run all the the beers out of here and yeah. and the sausage rolls, like you said, and um, and then obviously. Once you're getting closer to Chrissy and after Chrissy, then uh, footy's a big priority. Looking back on the season, mate, obviously missing the semi-finals sucked, but on a personal note, are you happy with what you did and, and how you did it? Yeah, yeah, very happy, mate. Um, yeah, just I went to Parramatta searching for opportunity and, you know, just had a goal to try and, you know, play as many as games as I could and try and, you know, try and start, get some games at the start of the year and um, ended up playing every game last year so uh, probably eclipsed the goals that I had and um, was really happy with that and um, I guess that's credit to my teammates and the coaches and um, putting the trust in me and um, yeah you know um, got to repay them and that was good by getting out there every week and knocking over one of the goals that I had. As you said every game this year mate you you played 24 it's only 33 all up you you're still very much learning your craft every day. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah, nine games with Penrith over two years, so um, it's pretty steady going there. And then knocked out every game playing twenty four uh, this year, and um, you know, in the early rounds and that, and was still trying to find my feet, and was making, um, I guess, just some crucial errors under fatigue, and that's okay. just what comes with not having the game time and not playing as many. You know, that's just what comes with experience in playing first grade and um, I guess there's no better experience than getting out there every week and learning from your mistakes and um, you know that's why uh, Brad was really good with me and I would sit down and review games and um, you know we'd look at parts of the game where um, that's just mistakes that happen when you don't have that experience out there and you can go to sleep for one tackle and that can cost you 10 points so uh, it was a good year to learn and um, hopefully we can back it up again next year. I'm allowed to ask this because I'm a mate of Brad's, but have you seen the grumpy bastard smile yet? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good, mate. Um, I always say to everyone when they ask about him, you know, he's a he's a straight shooter. He'll tell yeah. you how it is. He he tells you when you need you need to be better. And um, but I also found that he tells you when you're doing a good job as well. Yes. And um, that's what great coaches do. You know, they they know the times when um. You need a bit of praise and to get you through, and they know times where they got to sit you down and tell you um, where you need to be better. And I think mm. that's something that he does really well, and something that's definitely worked for me. Dream team, how did you go? Did you come up with an all-time best ever side, or have you done something different? Because it, um, it's tough. Yeah, no, I've, I've, I sort of just based the team around blokes that um, I idolised growing up. So there's a few, there's a few honest toilers in there, and. Um, that's sort of the way that I play the game is just, you know, I'm not going to get on for 15 minutes to make a difference. Just got to get out there for 80 and try and make 80 tackles. Um, so the, the forwards are, the back roads a little bit like that, um, but there's a bit of flair in there as well from some obvious uh, Queenslanders. Okay, mate, let's start with your fullback. Who, who'd you throw in uh, in Jersey 1? Yeah, this was a tough one because I was a mad Cowboys supporter as a kid, so I, I loved Matty Bowen. Um but I couldn't go past Billy. Yeah. Um, just, just 
uh, playing for Queensland and 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 for Melbourne. Um, just some freaky things that he did, and um, yeah, couldn't go past him. Yeah, mate, a, a pretty much a constant. To be honest, in in most dream teams we've done. What about our wingers? Uh, I've got Brent Tate on one wing. Um, another just tough as hell oh, Queenslander, yeah. and um, watching him run around with that neck brace on. Of now that I'm a bit older, and you know. Um, Getting sore backs and necks. I don't know must, what was wrong with him, but yeah. um, must have been bad enough to be wearing that. So proves he was a tough bastard. So yeah. um, I've got him in there, and I've partnered him up with uh, Matt Singh. Um, so cowboy there and Queenslander there, and um, yeah, just loved watching him play. And um, don't have Ty Williams in the side, but them two playing together at um, the Cowboys back when I was a kid watching. Yeah, used to love them play. Watching them play, sorry. 100%, mate. Yeah, Ty Williams had a couple of years where, jeez, he was good on the other wing with Matty Singh on one. What about our centres? Uh, I've got some pretty obvious ones in here. Um, big GI uh, in his prime, pretty much unstoppable there. And uh, Mal Meninga, you know, an immortal. So uh, two blokes that in their prime, um, almost unstoppable coming up against their opposites. Bit of a Queensland flavour so far. We've got four Queenslanders <laughs> and that great Maxville, New South Wales legend, Greg Inglis, which I I just love saying as a blue eye. And I saw him a couple of weeks ago. Still take the piss out of him and think it's funny. He doesn't <laughs> think it's funny, but never mind. What about our halves, mate? Uh, yeah, I've gone. I put JT in the six. Like I said, Cowboys, Queensland. That was a pretty obvious one. One of the best ever. I have him and my seven as probably – the two best ever, and uh, the seven's my only current player in the, the team, and um, that's Nathan. I think played with him, played against him, and um, oh, I think he's got to be up there already at 25, the things that he's done in the game. Um, I'm pretty biased because I might be mates with him, but um, I think he's got to be up there um, already with one of the best to ever do it, and he's still only... 25 years old, so uh, it's pretty crazy to think um, this the seeing that he's gotten yep. in the nine games I played at Penrith. I think in the first year I played five games and played four, three or three without him and two with him, and just the difference he made to that side wow. uh, was incredible. Like just he was three plays ahead of everyone else. You know, you knew what was happening before you even had the ball. He had the set played out in his head, so that was just. Um, Crazy to watch, so I didn't want to really put any current players in there, but I uh, had to put him in if, if I was going to pick one. This episode is proudly presented by Oxworks, Australia's largest family-owned fencing supplier and manufacturer. Your local Oxworks offers an extensive range of top-quality fencing solutions, glass and aluminium pool fencing, genuine colour-bond steel fencing, slat fencing and laser-cut screens, custom architectural panels and gates. They've got it. No matter if you're a DIY enthusiast or the experienced trade customer, Oxworks has you covered. Shop and browse through the hundreds of quality products online at oxworks.com.au. Even better, visit one of their stores in Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria or WA. Thanks, Oxworks, for your awesome support. This is Andy Raymond Unfiltered. Jermaine Hopgood is on the podcast and he's dropped his back line on us. Let's move into the middle of the park. Who's your lock, buddy? Uh, I've gone with Dallas Johnson. Um, 
like I mentioned earlier, pretty tough. Yeah. Toiling um, back row and forward pack. Um, another one, I think he ended up with a neck brace at the back yeah. end of his career. Tough bastard. And, um, yeah, I'd like to think that's something that um, I can correlate with him. And, um, yeah, it was just awesome watching him out there. You know, he'd have a go at anything. If you're listening to this and you are a Dallas Johnson fan, I'll give this a promo. Uh, I did a Legend Series interview with Dallas uh, towards the end of 2023. And it's an amazing insight into a bloke that rarely does interviews. Um, I really had to call in a favour with this one. But he said when he went to France after his time in Melbourne, he didn't want to be the bloke that made 48 tackles. He wanted. He thought there was something else in his in his kit bag, and so for two weeks he tried being a, not the numbers guy. And he said, "I was absolutely terrible." He said, "I sucked." So on the third week, I went back to making forty eight tackles, and that was my lot in life. Okay, Dally at the back. What about our back rowers? Uh, I've gone with uh, Nathan Highmarsh. Um, didn't did oh well, he's not a Queenslander, but. Um, yeah, just a toiler and half the time with his um, crack hanging out. And, yes. Um, at the top of his shorts. And um, anyone who knows me and my mates when I was growing up, that's um, that was my pants half the time um, I was getting around. And, um, yeah, same thing. You know, held the record for tackles in a game there at one point. Um, just tackle everything. So yeah. I've got him in there. And um, I've gone with Matt Gillette is my other back rower. Uh, another toiler back rower. Queensland. Bit of a funny story. With Matt, I played in Caloundra as a 16, 17-year-old, and his brother used to play reserve grade um, at Caloundra there. And um, one night I just played under-18s and I was going to play up for A grade and I'm running back to the sheds and his brother played reserve grade. And I walked past Matt and um, I said, oh, g'day, Luke, which is his brother's name because they look exactly the same. Wow. And he, just, he sort of just looked at me and then didn't say nothing. And I, I was like, oh. And then he's probably – Thinking later, I found out it was Matt, and then he's probably thinking I was just some smart-ass kid <laughs> running past him calling his brother's, his brother's name. So, uh, uh, yeah, ter- pretty- Terrific. What about our front rowers, mate? Uh, I've got Big Petro. Um, just, yeah, just I just got memories of whether it was a kickoff or kick reception. You'd, in origin, you knew Petro was either coming off the back fence or he was running down there to try yeah. and give someone a flog. And um, those are clear memories that I have. And um, just a gentle giant as well. Met him a few times um, and, yeah, just an awesome bloke. Um, going away from Queensland and Australia, he got Sam Burgess um, up front with him. Um, big Sammy, uh, just, yeah, just aggressive, big um, – not scared of anything and tough as nails as well. The grand final broken cheekbone. I think everyone knows that. Um, yeah, I think um, those two up front would do a fair job. Yeah, wouldn't they? What about your hooker? Do I need to ask? Nah, well, uh, I think you've got me uh, mistaken. I've, I, haven't, I haven't gone for him. Oh, beauty. Um, I've gone away from him. Um, I've actually gone with Matty Ballon. Um, I grew that. up playing hooker. All my um, all my ju- junior career, pretty much until yeah. I got to Penrith Estuary Ball, and I'm from Harvey Bay, and um, as as some people know, there's the first first grader pretty much to come out of Harvey Bay um, that was born and raised there. And uh, growing up, my dad was a mad uh, manly supporter, and 
um, just got to watching Matt Ballon play and I just remember he was always held out um, by Cameron Smith in that Queensland yeah. team. But I think he played one game and I think he even scored a try in that one game he played and um, getting him up there and he'd always say, you know, he was from Kingaroy, which is just up the road from Harvey Bay and it was something that I played the same position. He was close to home and um, he was a tackling machine and just a good honest nine so uh, I had to chuck him in there yeah love us some Maddie Ballon hey, uh, if you've been out to Kingaroy have you done the peanut van greatest peanuts ever no. oh <laughs> no wonder I throw on the weight hey mate you picked Dallas Johnson at lock your position gee it's changed over the years sort of from a third front rower a couple of years ago now you're almost ball playing first receiver at times yeah, um, it is interesting. You know, that's probably not something Dallas did very much. No. And um, I suppose it's something that's come in in, in um, the last couple of years. And I think it's, in, it's a very important position. You've got to be able to um, play long minutes, um, make your tackles, and then also have half a brain there to mm. um, be listening mm. to your halves and when they're demanding the ball and be that little middle link role and um, – I might be biased here, but I think it's the hardest position on the field. <laughs> Good call. Hey, what about your two props throwing hands in the off-season, bit of boxing? Uh, the big fellas went enormous. Yeah, no, they did really, really well. I um, was interested to see how big Reggie would go. I think all of us that knew, uh, knew Junior knew um, what he was capable yeah. of and um, sent a bit of that. And um, But big Reggie was throwing around the idea for a while and, um and an R and an asking us whether he should do it or not. And we all pretty much said, get in there, you big cat. Yeah. What are you scared of? Um, and no, nah, he went really well. Um, I think surprised us, a lot of us. And he's a big, long bugger. So, yeah, just had to hide behind that jab. He is a big, long bugger. It surprised me. I haven't seen him for a couple of years face-to-face or face-to-chest, but just how big a unit he is. <laughs> he is, he is. And um it's always good to have some big front rowers beside you when you're out there in the middle. Um, you know, a bit of uh, aggression, which he has, and a bit of an enforcer. So it's, um, it's always good to hide behind them. Billy Slater, Brent Tate, Greg Inglis, Mel Meninga, Matty Singh, Jonathan Thurston, Nathan Cleary, the forward pack, Petro Sivanasiva, Matty Ballin, Sam Burgess, Nathan Hindmarsh, Matty Gillette, and Dallas Johnson, our podcast first-timer, has absolutely killed it with his dream team. So good to... Have you on, mate. We might chat a little bit more footy in the new year. Enjoy the rest of your summer and enjoy those off-season floggings. Thank you, mate. Thanks very much. That's it for another edition of Andy Raymond Unfiltered. This is what our off-season looks like because the footy talk, it never stops. Early in the week, we release a podcast titled Debut Day, speaking to current and former players about the first time they stepped foot onto an NRL field. Midweek, it's the best of podcast. Interview highlights with some of the biggest names the game has ever seen. We've got immortals, blokes that should be immortals, test captains, origin superstars, premiership winners, and a whole lot more. These are the best footy stories you will ever hear. Weekends, our Dream Team series continues. We love it, we know you do too, so we get to continue the arguments over who is the best 13 ever. This is the only footy podcast that talks with the superstars and not about them every single episode. Three episodes weekly, all off-season. Make sure you come back soon, legends.